Let us worship God. Come and pray in us, Holy Spirit. reading from the Acts of the Apostles, the second chapter, beginning with the first verse. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound came from heaven like the rush of a mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues of fire, distributed and resting on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were, dwelling in Jerusalem, devout women and men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in their own language. And they were amazed and wondered, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, beginning with the 8th verse. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Creator, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Creator. How can you say, Show us the Creator? Do not believe that I am in the Creator and the Creator is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the one who dwells in me does these works. Believe me that I am in the Creator and the Creator is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Creator. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Creator may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Creator, who will give you another Advocate, to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees God nor knows God. You know God, because God abides with you, and God will be among you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Creator will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. Deep in the canyonlands of Utah, beneath the Temple of the Sun, stone cliffs washed with a blaze of pink and orange and red reveal handprints from a thousand years ago and soot from ancient fires. Known as Bears Ears, it is the ancestral lands of the Anasazi, now cared for by the Dene, Hopi, Zuni, Ute Mountain Ute, Uinta and Yurei Ute peoples. Though streams of conflict run long and deep between them, honoring the land brought them together. It is where they come to listen to the wisdom of the ancients and rest in the wisdom of the desert. It is where they gather in ceremony, hear the call of the hawk, taste the fruit of the cactus, and dance for healing. It is where they remember the footsteps that brought them home. So though they speak different languages, they raise their voices to protect this place as one. During the Obama administration, they successfully petitioned the government to make Bears Ears a national monument. Though the protected area was reduced in size by 85% under the Trump administration, It was expanded back again last year. In their petition, the tribes included the words of the Diné chief Manuelito, one of the last chiefs remaining before the forced relocation of native peoples out of Bears Ears in the 1860s. 
As remembered by his son, he said, life does not end. It goes on. I wanted to teach my people to hold on to the future with all of our strength. It is this strength, the humility, and the hope of these words that resonate this Pentecost, 50 days after the empty tomb revealed God was still with us. Within Bears Ears National Monument is a trailhead to Mule Canyon. Winding past sagebrush and pinyon trees, the trail opens, revealing dwellings built into the cliffs rising above. And sheltered beneath a dramatic overhang is House on Fire, a Puebloan storehouse with five rooms, granaries once filled with corn shared by the surrounding villages who, in one way or another, understood themselves to be kin. Desert people who brought their offerings to the house on fire and danced until it rained. Named for the phenomenon experienced just before the sun reaches its apex, when the light bounces off the sandstone floor back to the face of the natural cliff roof, but before shadows disappear completely, House on Fire gives the appearance of being filled with flames billowing skyward, a transformation worth waiting for in the place where all the people gathered and there was enough. Behind the storehouse are handprints, reaching into the future with all their strength, letting us know the presence of the community and offering us hope. Life does not end. It goes on. These words are as humbling as they are hopeful. Life does not end with us. If life goes on, how do we care for its future, the future of the earth, and of her people. In Jesus' farewell address, he tries to care for the people who will remain on earth after him, that they might not be afraid. He gives his disciples courage, saying, Another advocate, the Spirit of truth, the presence of God, will be with them forever. Though they might doubt they've yet seen their Creator, he assures them they know God. God resides among them in the life of the community. And as they remember the life growing in their midst, they will continue the work of creating the ancestral home they seek, not one based on the land grabs and impoverishment they spoke against, but one that lives into the shalom they dream of, the shared well-being of the people, of the land, of kin and strangers. Pentecost is a day of discovering the Spirit of God in our midst. It is a long journey home, offering fruit from the field with the hope that grain will grow again. It is tongues of fire baptizing us with hope for the future, lived, practiced, realized in community. In the spirit of this hope, and by way of receiving a blessing, I'd like to close with part of a story from a children's book by Bird, Bird Baylor titled, The Desert is Theirs. 
This is no place for anyone who wants soft hills and meadows and everything green, green, green. This is for hawks that like only the loneliest canyons and lizards that run in the hottest sand and coyotes that choose the rockiest trails. It's for them. And for birds that nest in cactus and sing out over a thousand thorns because they're where they want to be. It's for them. And for hard, skinny plants that do without water for months at a time. Ask the desert people how they live in a place so harsh and dry. They'll say they like the land they live in, so they treat it well, the way you'd treat an old friend. They sing it songs. They never heard it, and the land knows. Ask why they chose a place where life would be so hard. They'll say that once at the beginning of time, Earthmaker patted out a dab of of dirt in his hands, and greasewood bush grew there. Greasewood, so you know it was a desert. You know it needed desert people. Elder Brother taught the people how to live under the sun. He gave them the ceremonies they would need for bringing the rain. He even taught them what songs to sing to touch the power of the earth, their mother. And he taught them to share the land with animals and birds. Remember, animals were here first, so they know better than people how to live. Their wisdom is older. They're more at ease in a desert place. You can tell it's true. Look how badger burrows into the cool, dark earth while people must walk in the heat of the sun. Desert people try not to anger their animal brothers. They don't step on a snake's track in the sand. They don't disturb a fox's bones. They don't shove a horned toad out of the path. They know the land belongs to spider and ant the same as it does to people. You'll see doves dipping down for the juicy red fruit that grows high on a cactus, and you'll see children hold out their hands for the same summer treat. You'll see pack rats hiding their treasure, their good mesquite beans, but they can't have them all. People are storing them too. Pack rats and people both know how to save some for tomorrow or later. The desert gives what it can to each of its children. Here, animals and people know what plants to eat when they're sick. They know what roots and weeds can make them well again. No one has to tell coyote or deer, and no one has to tell the desert people. They share in other ways, too. They share the feeling of being brothers in the desert, of being desert creatures together. A year that is hard for people is hard for scorpions, too. It's hard for everything. Rain is a blessing counted drop by drop. Each plant finds its own way to hold that sudden water. They don't waste it on floppy green leaves. They have thorns and stickers and points instead. Yucca sends roots searching far, far underground, farther than you'd ever dream a root would go. And Zagora is fat after rain, fat with the water it's saving inside its green stem. 
Give it one summer storm. It can last a year if it has to. Sometimes it has to. The desert's children learn to be patient. Hidden in his burrow, kangaroo rat spends each long day waiting for the heat to fade, waiting for darkness to cool the desert where he runs, just so he runs sometime. A weed may wait three years to bloom, just so it blooms sometime. A toad may wait for months to leave his sandy hiding place and sing toad songs after a rain, just so he sings sometime. Desert people are patient too. You don't see them rushing. You don't hear them shouting. They say you plant happier corn if you take your time, and that squash tastes best if you've sung it slow songs while it's growing. They do. Anyway, the desert has its own kind of time that doesn't need clocks. That's the kind of time snakes go by and rains go by and desert people go by too. That's why every desert thing knows when the time comes to celebrate. Suddenly, all together, it happens. Cactus blooms yellow and pink and purple. The desert people begin their ceremonies to pull down rain. Every plant joins in. Even the dry earth makes a sound of joy when the rain touches. Hawks call across the canyons. Children laugh for nothing. Coyotes dance in the moonlight. Where else would desert people want to be? On this day of Pentecost, may we listen to the wisdom of the ancients, rest in the wisdom of the desert, taste the fruit of the cactus, and dance in celebration as we remember the footsteps that brought us home and with every language lift our voices as one. Amen. Thank you.
As we continue now with the prayer chants, you are invited in the silence of your hearts to offer your prayers of intercession and supplication, those prayers for the world, for those you love, and for yourself to be given to God.
Let us pray. Eternal Spirit, living God in whom we live and move and have our being, all that we are, have been, and shall be is known to you, to the very secret of our hearts and all that rises to trouble us. Living flame, burn into us. Cleansing wind, blow through us. Fountain of water well up within us, that we may love and praise in deed and in truth. Amen. And may the grace of God, the peace of Christ, and the power of the Spirit be with those who work or watch or weep this day. May God tend the sick, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, and shield the joyous. Amen. Go in peace.